Hey everyone, you're listening to The Rumor Mill. Happy Friday, I'm Spencer, and today I am joined by a very special co-host, all the way from her dorm room again. Please welcome my friend, Abby. Hi guys, long time no see. You're basically TRM's resident friend of the housewives. I love it. I mean, I am Marlo Hampton. You are. You are. (laughs) I mean, the friends are always iconic. They are. So Lexi's on vacation this week, which means I get to talk about everything with you, which is always fun because we have different opinions. Like we, I get to like see everybody's opinion, which is fun. Yeah. 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 I might, you know, I might say some stuff I'll regret, but that's just part of it. That's part of it. So Lexi, (laughs) Lexi will be back next week. Um, but I'm excited you're here because I feel like we... There's like a lot of humor, like we have a lot of inside jokes, and so I mm-hmm. feel like we have moments. We, we keep do. It real, you know. We do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, as everyone knows, it's election week. There's a lot of stress. I'm kind of anxious. How are you holding up? Are you kind of anxious? I'm nervous because I just feel like it's so close. I, you know, I couldn't sleep very well. You know, the past, like, couple nights, I'm super, super nervous, hoping everything turns out all right. But, you know, I definitely need to take my mind off it. (laughs) Yes, it's very stressful. So let's turn off the news and let's turn on the tea. We have a lot to talk about. Um, Lots of celebrity drama. Of course, we got to recap Housewives. There's stuff we have to break down. But first... Let's talk about the TRM song of the week, which is my pick this week. Um, And the last two times I've had you on, coincidentally, were my pick. So you have yet to have a TRM song of the week moment. It's coming, though. It's coming. But this week... It better, because I already know the song I'm going to (laughs) pick. Okay, well, hold on to that, because it is my pick this week. Um, Okay, let me think. I kind of knew what I wanted it to be, and now I'm switching a little bit. Okay. You know what? We're all surviving election week, so I think my song of the week is going to be Fighter by Christina Aguilera, because we are all fighting. Iconic. We... Do you when we saw it live in Vegas? Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Uh, that, was, that was a year ago last month. I want to go back to Vegas so bad. I know. I know. But it definitely is the it's, perfect song to it describe is. this week. We it's all just need to just... stick through it and survive, and we're going to make it. The vocals, the lyrics. Um, Fighter was a single from her 2000 album Stripped, which is one of my favorite Christina songs. Um, I think a lot of her music is very underrated, but mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, I'm curious, what would your pick have been? <laughs> you know, have you seen those, like, trends where it's like, I would give, like, an arm and a leg to listen to this one song for the first time over again? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, my all-time favorite song is Shallow by Lady (laughs) Okay, it's been two years, you have to let it go. It is an Oscar-winning masterpiece. Well, too bad it's not your pick this week, maybe another time. (laughs) Okay, okay. I remember seeing that with you in the theater, though, Stars Born, and when... 
when I saw it my first time, it was like your third time, and you still yeah. bawled at the end. I cried. It, it's, mm. it's such. I watched it like a, like a few weeks ago. Again? Oh yeah. my gosh, I love I, that. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch it tonight, and I'm gonna cry. You know what? Why not? Why <laughs> not do it? You know what? I am gonna do it. I support you. Thank I do. You. All right, well, let's kick off the pop culture pop-off where we break down all of this week's celebrity hot topics. So, Britney, we have to start off with Britney Spears. She is, like, sporadically in the news, I think, a lot because of the Free Britney movement. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's always watching her, like, to see, is she acting weird? You know, everything that she posts on Instagram, are there secret messages? She's fighting her dad in court. I mean, like, I feel like it's not about, like, Britney the singer anymore, and it's all about, like, yeah. the conspiracy. Do yeah. you do you believe all of the free Britney stuff? I definitely think that Britney is being controlled in some way, shape, or form. Okay. And... Just me personally, I don't think that's right, you know? I, yeah, I, I think that so, there, I think that there's some mental illness that she probably has that we don't really know about. Um, yes, but because of her status as, you know, a celebrity, I feel that the people around her who are supposed to be helping her during this time are taking advantage of it. And that's why I sort of support the free Britney movement. <laughs> I do. I think that there are lots of people taking advantage of her. Um, I think that her dad maybe sees her a little bit as like a cash cow and she's kind of just protesting the conservatorship that she's in and she doesn't want to make them any more money. It's just all legal stuff. Anyway, so the media took attention to a video that she just posted on Instagram earlier this week. I find it a little odd. So basically it's like a five second video and she's just standing there of course, with the strange black eyeshadow that she just is not going to give yeah, up. She, she looked like a, like a wreck. Nobody gave her a hairbrush. Um, right. And her message was just, you know what? I'm fine. Everything's okay. I've never been happier. You know, I've read all your comments and how you're worrying about me, but I'm okay. And I'm just sending you so much love and I'm fine. And that was it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that this was her attempt to, well, I don't know if it was her attempt or the people controlling her was their attempt to kind of quiet down the free Britney stuff. Like the with the election going on, I think it's a big, like the election is taking a lot of coverage away from celebrity news. And we will be talking about, you know, Erica from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, her filing her divorce on election day. Um but I just think that this was weird. Like, I don't believe her when she's like, I've never been happier. Like, I don't believe her. Yeah, she, just her mannerisms in that video, she was fidgety, she didn't look well, you know, she was talking really fast. She was looking away from the camera, like, was, yeah. was she reading, you know, like, mm-hmm. scripted words? Like, I don't know. I definitely think that some people, I, I, I can see how, like, Damn Twitter would take this as she's being held hostage. There's a gun pointed by her, like at her head from behind the camera. But yeah, you know, it's just a weird video. Yeah, I just I, I can't describe. There's just a like, feeling. It's a feeling. I'm, I'm done with Britney. No, <laughs> it's just 
I, yeah, I, I hope that she's happy. I hope that she's good. You know, we're always going to stand early 2000s Britney. Um, yeah. Whatever's going on, I'm just going to be like, good luck. And good luck. That's, I mean, that's it, really. Yeah, we, we hope everything's going to be okay. But... Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little odd. Anyway, yeah. Um. so speaking of Erica Jane from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Can I just say something? Yes. So when you posted that, um, the announcement, like, on our Instagram page, like, the rumor Yeah, mail, yeah. My mom texted me. Yeah. Is this true? And I was like, yes. And she started freaking out. I am, okay. Okay, so before we give our opinions, I'm just going to say I'm shocked. Um, but let's let's cover what happened. So on election day, which was a very smart PR move, she thought she could bury the story and it didn't work. Um, Erica announced that she was filing for divorce from her longtime husband, Tom Girardi. They've been married for 21 years. He is 81. I think she's in her late 40s. So there's always been kind of a like a 49. There, there's always been like a scandalous age difference and, you know, she's a gold digger and whatever. I don't believe that she's a gold digger. I think they really met the way that she says they did and they were like two people who really connected. And I yeah. really do think that they love each other. And I don't think that this was like some weird arrangement. I have seen on Instagram, on social media, people are coming up with theories. I have heard that she allegedly has a boyfriend. I have heard that... She's renting a house and she's not living in her and Tom's house. I've heard that their marriage was a 20-year arrangement and now it's over and she's free. I don't really know if I believe... Oh, I don't like that theory. I don't know if I believe all of the breakup theories. I just think that at this point, they're living double lives. The age difference, you know, maybe became too much. He's invested in his work. There are a ton of lawsuits against him, you know, um... I just, you know, why do you think that they called it quits? Okay, first of all, I, I, I want to say that I don't think, like, anything, like, weird was going on with their relationship. Like, I don't think it was a 20-year arrangement. I don't either, yeah. I don't think yeah. that she was cheating or he was cheating or anything like that. And I genuinely believe they were two people who just connected. You know, the age thing yeah. doesn't bother me. Yeah. But I think that Erica's just grown above him. Yeah, I, I, and, and I think that she's just like I don't need you anymore. Yeah, I, I am doing so well by myself, and I don't want to get dragged down by you by the lawsuits and everything that's going on exactly, with his business. Exactly. Um, a huge red flag for me was when Erica revealed that Tom didn't come to see her on her opening night in Broadway. That was a huge yeah. red flag to me. Why would your spouse? not fly to New York to see you on your opening night in Broadway. And he actually never made it to see her on the stage before the production was shut down because of COVID. He never got to see her. He like, never saw her at all? Nope. Nope. So that's a little, that's that's, a little weird. Like, I understand if, yeah. like, that specific day you have, like, conflicting appointments or something. Yeah. But if you just never made the effort to do it... Yeah. Yeah. So here's what she said in a statement to E! News. She said, After much consideration, I have decided to end my marriage to Tom. This is not a step I have taken lightly or easily. 
I have great love and respect for Tom and for our years together. It is my absolute wish to proceed uh, this pro- uh, to proceed through this process with respect and with privacy. Do you think that she's going to be open and honest about showing this on camera next season on RHOBH? Because they're filming right now. So this is taking place, you could say, maybe on camera. Do you think that she'll be honest about it? I don't see, you know, the next season having a lot of coverage based off this divorce. I feel like next season's going to be heavily focused on COVID. Um, but I, I see Erica Jane as a very poised an intelligent, like, woman who's not gonna go out and just say a bunch of shit about her divorce or her ex-husband on reality TV. I think she's gonna be very professional yeah, and, you know, yeah. honest about it. It's, you know, we're not gonna get you know, those big moments of, you know, like when Tamara from OC, when she went to go see a divorce lawyer, or, yeah. you know, we're not gonna get those big moments. I see it maybe like between the women, maybe they'll talk about it Maybe it'll be a thing. Yeah, it'll definitely be brought up, but it's not going to be a central point of next season. At least I hope so, because... I I kind of almost do, because, you know, everyone's been complaining for so long that she has no storyline. Well, you know, as unfortunate as this is, here's a storyline. So I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed if she doesn't show it. Um, I hope that they can settle on good terms. I don't want to see it get ugly. Um, and I don't want to see her like quit the show if it does get ugly. Um, so I, I hope that they can settle honestly and just move on. But meanwhile, interestingly, while Erica is ending her marriage, Cardi B is actually saving her marriage to offset. It's a waste of time. Um, okay. I I have some thoughts on this, but anyway, uh, earlier this week, TMZ broke the news that Cardi was dismissing her divorce filing in a Georgia court. Um, you know, fans know that she filed for divorce a few months ago, and then out of nowhere, they kind of made up at her birthday bash. They were seen dancing together. Um, he was at her party. He bought her, I think, a, an, a like a really nice gift. Um, they are now living together again, and she got a lot of backlash from fans for, you know, crawling back to him and taking him back, which led her to deactivate her Twitter. And now it looks as though they're back together for good, or for at least now. Um, Something that caught my eye in the filing, though, uh, her, like, dismissal filing, um, that TMZ also mentioned was she filed the dismissal, quote, without prejudice. Now, in legal terms, well... In legal terms, it means she can file again whenever she wants. So this isn't really a dismissal. It's more of like a pause. All the headlines are like, oh, she dismissed her divorce. Well, she dismissed it without prejudice, meaning at any time she could pick it back up again. So maybe she's taking him on like a trial run. Like, let's try this again. And if it doesn't work, I'm really going to file. What do you think of them getting back together? Do you think it'll last? Well, he's he's he allegedly just, cheated on her. Allegedly. Yeah, you know, girl, you deserve so much better. You and, like, I understand he's, like, the father of your baby and stuff like 
falling back to men who yeah. don't deserve them. Respect them. Yeah, um, don't deserve or respect them. And, and we're not, like, huge Cardi B fans. Um, yeah. I, I don't care if they're together. I don't care if they're not together. Um, I just think that it's whatever they choose. Um, I'm not, like, invested in their relationship. So yeah. if that's what she wants to do, that's fine. You know, be with your baby daddy. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, it's great yeah. for their daughter if they want to work it out. Um, I just think that it was a little, not petty, but it was sly of her to file without prejudice. Like it was the, the, what she did was side eye. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's pointless because, you know, she, she could flip that switch at any other time and boom, you know, they're filing for divorce again. Exactly. To me, it just seems like she's wasting time. Wasting time with this guy trying to see if he's going to change when we, we all know he's not going to change. So, girl, why are you wasting your time? Mm. I just don't get it. Mm. That's what makes me angry. <laughs> that, th- those were, those were some facts. Yeah. Just, you know what? Good luck to them. Um, I will not be holding my breath. Like, I, I think that, you know, they've already, they've, they've broken up twice now. And... <laughs> Like you said, it might be inevitable. We'll see. I mean, really, yeah. we'll, we'll see. Um, but anyway, back on the topic of Housewives, we both watched this week's newest episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County. So let's yes. let's recap RHOC. What did you think of this week's episode? I, ha- I have lots of thoughts. Hmm. Well, okay, so I watched episode three and episode four, like, back-to-back. Like, I just finished watching those two episodes. Yeah. So, like, I'm sorry if I get confused, but no, you're um, good. Yeah. I, I lost for words. <laughs> I, you know, I feel I, you. I, I feel you. A lot of those girls. Yeah. And I think that the one person I'm not mad at is the one that everyone else is mad at. Who? I don't think Bronwyn did anything wrong. <sighs> okay. So you're on Team Bronwyn out of everybody. I, Okay. Do you think... Let's get some things straight before we we start, you know, arguing or sharing our thoughts. Yes, of course, of course. Do you think Shannon called Gina's home sad? Or did she just call it small and Bronwyn kind of blew it out of proportion? What do you think? I... I don't see I Shannon think, doing I that. I Shannon said Really? She doesn't want... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sold 100% on the fact that Shannon called it sad. Never said that. I will never like stand for. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's messing with my integrity. Yeah. I I, I just look at Shannon and I'm like, girl, <laughs> are you are you bullshitting us because you look like you're so nervous because what because Bronwyn's right like you look like you are so nervous to push this under the rug because you know that she's right and you're wrong. Okay. If you want to know how I really, really, truly feel. I am, like, divided 50-50 whether or not I believe Shannon said it. And that's basically, like, the whole reason for all of this fight. I am 50-50 on, like, part of me thinks she did, part of me thinks she didn't. I will say that Bronwyn is the only one sober right now. So if anyone's going to have a clear head to remember everything, it's going to be Bronwyn. Um, Ooh, 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 you know what pisses me off? 
What? What? Is these ladies insinuating that she's wrong because she was drunk all the time? Well, I mean, but see, at that point, before she had yelled at Gina and was like, I'm 30 days sober, most of the women didn't know she was getting sober. So a lot of the things, you know, this is only her second season on the show. So a lot of the things that happened last season, we can assume happened when she was drinking. So, Mm -hmm. you know, this is the fourth episode. I'm really enjoying watching her journey and seeing how open she's being about sobriety and going to AA meetings. But I just feel like, you know, we're on episode four. It is her storyline, quote unquote, her storyline. It's her life. But is this going to become tired? Like by episode 10, are we going to be over, you know, what Shannon called her quote crusade? Or are we going to still be interested in seeing Bronwyn's life right now? What did Emily say? Emily was like, you know, she's weaponizing her alcoholism so people feel sad for her and and then people feel guilty. Do you feel that way at all? Okay. I'm going to try to explain this using as little curse words as I can. Oh, oh, okay. But, (laughs) Emily, how freaking dare you? No, I like Emily. You like Emily. I like Emily, but you never, never say that towards somebody who is going through possibly one of the worst things that a person can go through, which is getting over alcohol addiction. You do not tell them you're weaponizing your disease. You're trying to make people feel bad for you. You're wanting sympathy. That is the worst thing you could ever say to somebody. And that pisses me off because Bronwyn is so fucking strong. She could definitely choose not even to put this out, you know, like out, in the public you know she could choose to deal with this privately but she is dealing with this publicly and she's yeah. handling it in the best way that a person who was who was going through withdrawal yeah and detox mm-hmm. can handle it yeah you know and her behavior you know might be outrageous and you know might cause people to have these certain opinions about her but it's important to acknowledge what she's going through I agree. And you need to. It, you, ooh, you're so angry. No. This is like the Lisa Rinna quote. I'm like, ooh, you're so angry. Oh, <laughs> okay, I. I'd be surprised if we, we didn't see Emily Simpson ever again. No, I love Emily. I. But, no, I I liked her too, but it's liked it past to tense. It's it gets to the point where, you know. I'm done with people who are not supporting other people going through like difficult times in their lives. I agree. And I think that Bronwyn is being extremely brave and showing it all on camera. She's sharing it with her, her family, her kids, um, you know, her friends, her community. And this is like a very wealthy community. And, you know, some of the biggest problems are, you know, what handbag is going to go with my car today? And she's like, you know, I can't ever drink again. I think I'm an alcoholic, which I think is a totally like insanely refreshing reality TV moment for 2020. Um, I just want her to be able to do it in a way where, you know, I, I want everyone to be supportive of her. But I don't ever want her to start using it as an excuse. Because I think for her, it could easily flip the switch into 
her possibly using it as an excuse, which I hope she doesn't. Like, I don't want them to get to the reunion and, you know, everything that they bring up, her answer is, oh, well, I was drinking during that time or, oh, I was getting over drinking at that time. So I I want her to stay accountable and I want to keep seeing what she's doing. And I want, I want her to get over this thing with Gina. I just, like, I don't understand why she's openly admitting, yeah, I want to hurt Gina. Like, that to me is like, okay, um, I'm not a fan of Gina, but that, that's, that's not cool. So, I don't really care about Gina. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't either. I don't care about either. Ruby Rowan, I don't care what happened. I you don't. Know, Yeah, it was messy. It was dumb. Um, I think that Gina was reaching. Um, With that, I am on Bronwyn's side, but I don't really care about Gina. I don't know why she's on the show, if she's just going to be living within her means. Like, with you, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm team Bronwyn with that, because I don't... Mm -hmm. I think Gina is a little thirsty. Um, But what did you think of Kelly? Now, a lot of the fans are kind of calling her out for this, um, but in the latest episode when Bronwyn, after Gina and Bronwyn's crazy fight, you know, Bronwyn mm-hmm. threw the drink in the pool and she had like a Tamara-esque run out, um, yes. which was kind of insane, honestly. Um, anyway, Bronwyn came back in and, you know, was talking to Kelly about her struggles and Kelly was like, well, here you want some tequila? <laughs> like, I thought that was funny. I honestly did. You know. differently you know in the way yes. that everybody else did exactly and, you know i'm a person who you know finds comfort in humor and a way yeah. as a coping mechanism yeah so when i saw kelly do that i was like girl you know that's who i would be in the situation you know i would be supportive but i would also be you know helping you laugh helping you get over it you know like kelly straight up made Bronwyn like stop crying yeah and like, I, and kelly of course gets a lot of hate for things that she says and does that you know, yeah. whatever. Like, um, action, like, I respected Kelly, like, yeah. in this episode. You know, I thought she handled it very well. And, of course, all the women, you know, after Bronwyn left, Bronwyn stormed out, then that, that kid came out of Shannon's house, and she was like, hey, okay. lemonade boy, get my husband. Now, okay. I am 100% on Bronwyn's side, but I will, I will let go a little bit, because I do think that that was a little, little mean yeah i don't think she meant it mean i think she just didn't know what his name was she totally didn't and i understand that people thought it was like rude or condescending or something but this woman was was like in an argument she ran out of the house she's crying she's looking for her husband she sees the first person she's like hey lemonade boy i definitely (laughs) i know the little kid like back and he was like talking to like his siblings he was like and um they acted like what how can she talk to you like that i thought it was I funny that, i thought I, you know I, I i didn't see a problem with it say what you and will so, about oc and the cast i find yeah. myself laughing at them and like what they say <laughs> even though i think they're definitely missing tamra and vicky i find myself laughing at them i think they're a funny yeah. group um that was a funny moment i mean I, it, it yeah. was, you know, yeah. looking back on it, probably wasn't the best thing to say, 
Yeah. But definitely something that, like, like Shannon was literally like, oh my god, yeah. I can't talk to you that way. And I'm like, Shannon, calm down. I really like, like really, Shannon, though. Do you like Shannon? Uh, you know, I liked Shannon and the Trace Amigas, and now that Vicky and Tamara aren't there with her, I'm starting to lose lose love for Shannon. Now, we also got to see Bronwyn kind of planning her vowel renewal that I think will be on the show next week or in the future. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Vicky, interestingly, had made this comment in the past because Vicky did a vowel renewal to her first husband on the show right before they got divorced as like a last ditch effort to stay married. And Vicky yeah. said that vowel renewals are the worst thing you can do for your marriage on TV. Um, and seeing that, you know, Bronwyn and her husband have now kind of admitted that they're living apart and their marriage is different. Do you think that maybe this was an early sign that they were going down the Vicky and Dawn path? Right now, after filming, they're like separated. Oh, did you not know that? Yeah. Bronwyn said that he's, oh. he's not living in the house and that she may have a girlfriend. Like she's dating a, a woman possibly and he's living, oh. he's living out of their house, but they're still married and there's like a situation happening um, I, no, I, I, I find it odd, but do you think that the vowel renewal that they're going to do was maybe a red flag? I always think, you know, for me, weddings are like a one and done thing. Yeah. You know, like you can't recreate that and you can't depend on having that experience replicated to save your marriage. I 100% agree. So, I mean, if you think that setting up the scene exactly it was the day that you got married will make your marriage stronger, then be my guest. But most of the time, I agree with Vicky. It it is a major red flag. So we are only a few weeks into the new season, which is kind of Mm -hmm. hard to believe. I feel like it's already been a long season and we're only four (laughs) episodes in. Do we still like the newbie? How are we feeling about Elizabeth? Because I love her. I love her. I love her so much. And I think I said this last time I was on where, oh, oh okay, I, I don't know if you want me to make attention to this, but someone made a review on iTunes for our podcast and they, t- they added oh. me saying that I was being mean towards Elizabeth because I said that she came from Hillbilly, Missouri. No, no, they said that you were being mean towards them. Okay, so, okay, so, um, like... I think two weeks ago when you were on, Elizabeth during the episode had mentioned how she had come from, she called it Hillbilly, Missouri, and that she made it to the top. And some listener put a review in for our podcast saying, Abby, I'm from Hillbilly, Missouri. (laughs) Like they were attacking, like you were attacking Missouri. No, those were Elizabeth's words. I was quoting her, and also I'm a Midwest girl myself. You're from Missouri. Explain, but like, like. I, I, I just you don't see many guys who are like gentlemen. 
Oh, you know, be like, I'm that's a good point. With you until you are like fully divorced. I, I like it though. I like it. Like there, I, I, I you know, I'm just like a like a millennial Gen Z who like doesn't like the whole like romantic stuff, so it's foreign to me. <laughs> I like that. Like they're totally waiting to be together until she's divorced, and mm-hmm. you know, she was talking to Kelly this week about her divorce and and Kelly was like, you know, are you sure? Is it worth it? And she's like, it's a lot of money. It's worth it. I was like, take it to the bank. No, you know, something I found really weird though, and I I understand why it's weird because, you know, she was married to a billionaire. Yeah. You know, she's just, she was like, I can't talk about it. It's under lock and key. Like I will say everything when it comes out, but I can't say it. Like I am on a gag hold. Yeah. And I was like, okay, stop repeating that, sis. Just like. But at the same time, that means that if she's brought back next season, which I hope she is, so she can like spill all the court tea and like her alimony and like, like, mm-hmm. oh, I love Elizabeth. I hope that she sticks around. Um, Tamra is definitely going to be back. There's no way next season that Tamra's not coming back. Um, yeah. Did I mean, you? We'll hold you to that. Do you want to make a bet? Oh. Bet. Let's bet. Okay, I will bet you... $100. I'll bet you right now. Hmm. I don't know about $100, but I have something else in mind. How about... <laughs> hmm. Do you do you not have $100? <laughs> no, I have $100, but... Okay, Spencer and I are going to figure this out later. We are. We're going to bet. Gonna make a bet. Yeah. Okay? And did you know I that... I don't think Tamara's coming back. I, I talked to Tamara. I told this to Lexi. I don't know if I told it to you. I talked to Tamara and I messaged her and I was like, please come back and save the show. And she messaged me back and all she said was next year. So. She might be a friend, but I don't know. Oh, no. No, because she turned. Stuff can she turned down a friend role this year. That's why she didn't come back. I don't know. I think there's hope. Well, maybe she'll accept it this time, but I don't know. You know, tune back in in a year. We'll see who's right, folks. <laughs> Before we wrap up our little. RHOC recap. I'm just going to say it. Gina's house is sad. It's sad. It is so sad. And I am sorry, Gina. It is. I, I'm, I'm happy that you're living within your means. It is so sad. I'm sorry. I can't. I don't think it's sad. I just think it's dirty. No. It needs to be cleaned up. Oh, God. Okay. Um, um, but anyway. Uh, get your curling irons off. Why do you have 10 curling irons in a box on the floor? The Real Housewives of Orange County airs every Wednesday on Bravo. And next week, The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City starts. I am so excited. It's a week away. Um, But with the election going on, reality TV is like a saving grace. You know, with the election, save the drama for your mama. I'm turning off the news. I'm turning on. I'm turning on reality TV. That's just how I feel. That's just that's it. Um, but anyway, moving on, let's talk about Kendall Jenner. Um, I am a little torn about this. Have you heard about why she's under fire right now? I heard that she had, like, a Halloween party and... Yes. Okay, first, I just want to say, when I saw her Pamela Anderson costume, I Oh, she looked good. Kendall Jenner. Oh, I thought she looked good. She looked so good, I couldn't even recognize that it was Kendall Jenner. But I did hear about her party, and apparently, like some in, like some of the staff like weren't happy about it, and like yeah. nervous and stuff like that. A lot of fans 
and Stan Twitter are very unhappy with Kendall Jenner right now and her whole family. Well, I don't know the whole family, but um, specifically Kendall, they're upset with because she had a Halloween birthday bash um, and there were a lot of people there. There didn't look like there was any masks um, and everyone's calling her out like you're having this big party during a pandemic. Like, what are you thinking? Um, and Kris Jenner responded to all of the controversy. Um, she was on a radio show earlier this week. I think she was on either, I I think Andy Cohen's radio show on Sirius she was on and, and, and he asked her about it and you know what? She was like, we were super safe. Everyone that was there was tested beforehand, like a rapid test before you entered the door, you had to take a test. And if you were negative, you got to go in. No one tested positive. Um, which to that I say, okay, that makes it better. You know, if everyone if everyone was tested, that's great. Does a rapid COVID test exist? That's my question. I think so. Takes like twenty four to forty eight hours. There's there's like a test now that takes like a half an hour, an hour or something. It's like it's called a rapid test. I don't really know that much about it. Um, I just think this was dumb. Yeah, they showed up. I see got the results and then they were allowed to go in like come on Chris we know that's not true exactly like I don't I don't get it I just feel like this was dumb and then to post all about it on social media you know you're gonna get backlash mm-hmm. there should be no parties right now all those people without masks you're blowing out the candle on your cake and all of your droplets are getting on the cake like exactly no I'm not like no I'm not I, I love cake but I'm not gonna eat that cake now like when I have <laughs> Exactly. So everyone, I couldn't spread it even though I don't have COVID. But did you get your Kendall, Did you get your little cupcakes. Did you get your present I sent you? Your little gift bag? No, I haven't. What? It's been like a week. Okay. We'll we'll figure that out. We'll fi- okay. and our and our real house was Orange County bet. We have some things to figure out. Yes. Um we do. <laughs> I just think this was just really irresponsible and I think that Kim, or not Kim, I think that Chris should have been ahead of it and been like, you know, maybe if we do this, we shouldn't post all about it because, you know, people are going to be upset. You shouldn't do it regardless. Well, yeah, that that true. Or that too. I was like, that true. Um, I, like, don't do it. And then I just, to post all about it, it's just dumb. I think this was a bad move. Thumbs down. But anyway... Moving on to our last hot topic of the day, of the week, Megan Fox. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't with Megan Fox. So her ex-husband, Brian Austin Green, posted something on Instagram this week. It was a picture of him and their son named Journey. They were, he and his son were in Halloween costumes. It was on Halloween and... They, he posted a picture of them together on his Instagram. Well, Megan did not like this at all. And I will tell you why. I have said it before and I will say it again. Um, Megan Fox is in a midlife crisis relationship with Machine Gun Kelly. Um, Mm -hmm. It's pretty clear that she left her husband to be with him, allegedly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we see... Brian posting all the time about his kids and we never see Megan posting about their kids. 
So mm-hmm. it makes her look bad. And I think that she does look bad. I think, why are you, why, it, it looks like she abandoned her family to be with a rapper who looks like he needs a shower. And, you know, nothing against Machine Gun Kelly. I think he's cool. But I just think that her being with him and then getting upset when her ex-husband posts photos of their kids when it's his time is unrealistic. Like, that's stupid. If if it's half and half and he gets them for Halloween, then he can post a picture of them on Halloween. Even if you choose not to put them on your social media, that's your choice. So anyway, here is what she said in the comment. It's a It's a long comment, but I will read it. Here's what she said. Why does Journey have to be in this picture? It's not hard to crop them out or choose photos they aren't in. I had a great Halloween with them yesterday, and yet notice how absent they are from my social media. I know you love your kids, but I don't know why you can't stop using them to posture via Instagram. You're so intoxicated with feeding the pervasive nature that I'm an absent mother, and you are the perennial, eternally dedicated dad of the year. You have them half of the time. Congratulations. You truly are a remarkable human. Why do you need why do you need the internet to echo back to you what should be so inexhaustibly evident in the way your children love you? <sighs> Megan Fox have several seats. I like the fact that you're putting this out there publicly, like you couldn't have sent this to him in a text. You have to put it on Instagram where everyone's going to see it. Like that's just going to hurt your kids. That is low. That's low. Um, I do, I do see, however, how she, you know, says that her husband is portraying her as an absent mother on social media, and I don't think that's fair because no. we never yeah. know what goes on behind the scenes. Of course, you know? yeah. So I think, like, sh- should she have posted on Instagram? No, but you know, I think she had a reason to at least say something about it. Does he? It. Does he have a right though? to post, you know, their kids on social media, even if she doesn't, you know, if, if what she's saying is true, you know, they share custody 50, 50, just because, you know, Megan doesn't post about them doesn't mean Brian can't. And if they have a great, an agreement where, you know, we're going to agree right now, we're not going to post the kids on social media. And he broke that, then she's valid. But I still feel like we should know nothing about this. Like this should have been a text. I think that she, totally put this on social media for attention. I think that she is so like, like she wants every ounce of attention she can get with this relationship right now. And then now she's dragging her kids into it. Like what? I don't, I don't get it. I don't like, uh, I don't want to say that she's dragging her kids into it because I think that she really does have a good intention because she feels like she was threatened. Maybe. Like, she just felt threatened that someone was just accusing her of being an absent mother. And like I said before, we don't know anything going on behind the scenes. And, you know, 
he might have felt pressure to make a statement publicly like that based on the backlash he got from her ex-husband's post. That's you true. Know? That's true. What do you think of but, her relationship, though, with Machine Gun Kelly? Do you think that it's... No, I hate it. Do you think it's for attention? I, well, I mean, I mean, people who are in Transformers and those <laughs> have midlife crises. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf saw what happened to him. Yeah, I, I think that this makes her look bad more than it makes him look bad. Because all he did was yes. post a photo and say, Happy Halloween. And yes, he even... It does make her look bad. Yeah. He even covered their son's face with like an emoji. So he, he even covered his face. who was just like in the background behind him. I just think that she looks bad here. And I think that we should know nothing about this. And I think that mm-hmm. she should keep it off of Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to look like an absent mother, then maybe, you know, she doesn't have to do this, but start posting photos of your kids. Because all we see of her now... No, listen. I don't all, agree with that. All we see of her now is with Machine Gun Kelly. And so if that's all we see of her, then we're going to think, okay, well, why isn't she with your kids? Or why aren't you with your kids? Did you just abandon your family? That's not true. And she doesn't need to post photos on social media of her kids to validate herself as a mother. But the way it looks, it looks like she is an absent mother. I just don't think that her husband is to blame for it. I think it's the media. Yeah, I Oh yeah. Between her and him, but I think his post was nothing but, you know, harmless. Yeah. Alright guys, you know the drill. It's time for the TRN chart check. We're starting off with Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 Songs of the Week. Number one is, of course, Positions by Ariana Grande. Uh, Number two is Forever After All by Luke Combs. Three is Mood by 24K, or 24K Golden, sorry. Four is Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake. Five is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Six is I Hope by Gabby Barnett featuring Charlie Puth. Seven is the iconic WAP with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. You mean WAP? Did you just call it WAP? Yeah, that was part of the joke of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I didn't get it. I was like, um, okay, anyway, continue. (laughs) Eight is Savage Love. Nine is Lemonade by Internet Monkey. And ten is Holy by Justin Bieber featuring Chance the Rapper. Now, I think this is Ariana's first week at number one with Positions. Do you like that song? Do you like it? I haven't listened to it. It's not my (laughs) favorite. It's not my favorite. I know, I know I you're not a big Ari fan, are you? I'm not. I, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I like her music, but I'm never going to be... A, a fan fan. Like a stan. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to stan her. Yeah. All right. I, I, I understand. <laughs> other than that, I have absolutely no idea any of those other songs. Yeah, I don't either. So, like, um, except for WAP. That... WAP and Savage Love, you know, we gotta get those TikTok songs represented <laughs> in the charts. Moving on to the Billboard 200 Top 10 Albums of the Week. Number one, we have What You See Is What You Get by Luke Holmes. Two is Letter to You by Bruce Springsteen. Three is Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. Four is featuring Ty Dolla Sign by Ty Dolla Sign. Oh, that's a funny one. Very, very... That's clever. Unique. Clever. Very clever, yeah. Five is The Legends Never Die by Juice World. 
Six is Savage Mode 2 by 21 Savage. Seven is My Turn by Lil Baby. And I am so excited. Number eight is Hamilton in American <sighs> Musical by no. the original Broadway cast. No. I don't know why it's up here, but I am so happy it is. No, I hate, I hate musical theater. I can't. I, I, I love Hamilton. I we can't. can talk about this later. But number <laughs> nine is Tickets to My Downfall, Machine Gun Kelly, Ew. No. And ten is Fine Line, Harry Styles. I just have one question. How did Luke Combs get to number one? Because personally, I despise country music. I mean, so his song is number two. Oh, okay. Yeah, the feature song on his album for that, I believe, is number two. So he just came out Yeah. with something. I mean, I don't listen to him. I don't listen to half these people. <laughs> to be honest, the only thing I listen to is the Hamilton and American Musical soundtrack. No, I... And if you need something to listen to to help you get through this election this week, I highly suggest listening to Hamilton, an American musical by no. Linda Miranda. It is by far the only thing no. keeping me alive through this time. No, and okay. Think... Listen, Abby is wrong. You are so <laughs> wrong. And to all of my pop stands out there... Kylie Minogue is dropping her new album today. Or I think it came out already. I need to listen to it. It's called Disco. I just feel like we need some good pop music. Do you know who Kylie who is? is? Kylie. Okay, so she's like Europe's Madonna. She's been around since like the 90s, and she makes really good pop music, and she just dropped a new album. So I will be listening to that. You will be listening to Hamilton. And, and her album is definitely not going to be on Billboard okay. 200. Okay. Was your Karen chart check? Wow. Did you just you you just came for my neck. You just I just came, I you just did. came for you. Okay. <laughs> well, I believe that is everything cycling through TRM this week. Thank you everyone for listening. I know we are all stressed. There's a lot of anxiety out here right now, but I hope for this hour we were able to take you away from that and bring you some celebrity news. Don't forget to find us on all platforms, wherever you get your podcasts, new episodes every Friday. You can also follow us on social media if you want to. I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, but you can find us on Instagram at the.rumor.mil. You can find us on Twitter at TRM Updates. And you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Rumor Mill. And if you're interested in seeing more of us, you can find our personal host pages on Instagram. Mine is at trmhost.spencer. And mine is at Thank you for joining me this week. It was fun. I always love Thank catching you so up with much. you. You will hopefully you. be home for Christmas and New Year's, so we'll have to do something. Yes. I'm still we waiting will. for you. I need you to come home right now. And I can't wait for this episode to come out because I really hope you guys are putting some reviews down dragging me again. No. <laughs> no. Do it. Nobody, do it. nobody drag Abby in the reviews, and we will see you next week. <laughs>